This using music mania. Welcome to another fantastic, hopefully, episode of Uzi Music Mania. Today it's Death Leopard time. <laughs> what can you say about Death Leopard? Love or hate, I love them. I always have done. I've loved the cheese. I saw them at download last year and I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't. Just hearing how polished and slick they sound live. They're one of those bands. You're talking to someone in the crowd. This guy said, I don't like any music. I just like Def Leppard. That's the dedication we're talking about. <laughs> People live for this band. If you don't like them, fair enough. If you like them. I know why people like them, because they're just so good at what they do. That was all it came down to for me, just being excellent at crafting pop and rock, getting you grooving, getting you rocking with the hooks, with the melodies, all the cheese. And that's all I can say about Def Leppard being a damn fine band. They've always been great at that production band, a band that cares about the craft of the work. And I respect that hugely. So, without further ado, I'm going to do the nine studio albums. I'm going to talk you through every one. I've got a bit of structure now, so I know where I'm going. So I'm not just going to randomly shout out albums. It's <laughs> it's baby steps. We're going to go from the bottom to the top. At number nine, I think it's only fair to put the self-titled new album, Def Leppard, at number nine, being he's not going to get above any of the other albums. I've either heard it, and when I've listened, it's okay, but it has to go at number nine by default, being it's not had enough listens to warrant being above any of the other Def Leppard albums. That's a quick... In your nine, at the bottom, and now we can get onto it properly. At number eight, this may divide opinion. I like this album, I like the production, I like the way it was forward thinking. It's slang at number eight, guys. Surprisingly below a few albums, now this may be controversial to a lot of you lepers out there. But I'm putting slang at number eight because I just think the production outweighs the songs, which is some really good songs. Slang, the main single being one of them. Very Chumbawamba influencing of its time. It had that, that get, no, that, definitely. You could hear where Def Leppard influenced bands like that um, later on. Uh, it all came from Leopard, the, those bullshit chorus hooks. Cheeky but bullshit. Um, but Slang for me is a good album, but it's at number eight because there are just, I just don't think there's enough of that mel melodic Def Leopard trait in Slang that put, puts it above any other albums, even at number seven which is X. I'm going to put X at number 10. At number 10. It's X, 10. 
at number seven. Has some fantastic ballads in this album. Now was a great single. And it's just chock. It just came about at the time when, like, Andrew WK and there's a lot of the other bands. But they stuck to the roots on this. And this is an honest album where they're not trying to be really cool. They're just writing good songs. And it was a surprisingly different album. It was a surprisingly really, really good album. I thought, um, given that it's Def Leppard and it's, you know, at that stage, you know, whether it's really cool to say you like them, similar to Bon Jovi. Um, but I think 10 overall is a great listen. It's got some excellent melodies. It's very earnest, it's very honest, and it's not trying to be Def Leppard of old, it's just of its time, which was a band that knew they was more on the dad rock, more the aging, but going with it and not trying to be like younger, um, embracing that, and I like that uh, about it. So at number seven is 10, now we're getting into it. This may be controversial as well, but I'm going to, I'm going to put at number six, I had them the other way around, but thinking about it, I'm putting at number six, Adrenalize. And you proper lepers out there will be thinking, how does certain other albums get above that? Adrenalize has some... Adrenalize came about just after Hysteria. And then they did the remix. And this was never going to be as good as Hysteria. We know this. So Adrenalize gets at number six because there's some quality songs in there. Very, very, very Brian Adams based. Mutt Lang's influence on that, clearly. Because Thought I Had Died and Gone to Heaven could have been a Def Leppard song. And that was on Brian Adams' subsequent album, the similar year, same year. So... You can hear the influence, the writing, and it almost sounds like Def Leppard and Brian Adams have traded B-sides, <laughs> traded licks. Firstly, though, and foremost, I've got to say, um, Let's Get Rocked is a great way to open Adrenalize. It really kicks its ass. And when you're a kid, and if you listen to it now, it's really, really corny. Turn it off. That ain't my scene. It's really corny. But it's a top tune. It's a fun, fun song. And get the rub that out of bed. Stop mugging me. Get up and move your great hooks. Great fun. Just good, good fun. It's total cheese. The video absolutely sucks. The video is the worst video you've ever seen in your life. Um. I'm going to point out I've been in a Def Leppard video for two seconds. We all need Christmas. I'm the guy with the guitar and the white background and the cherry guitar and the denim jacket. Yes, that is me. <laughs> As usually. Um, yeah. Anyway, I thought I'd mention it. it two seconds. Like, <laughs> and how did I get on? I basically just sent a video. That's it. No arrogance. No nothing. Just put a video in and they obviously liked it. <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing on my CV. Hey, I've been in a Def Leppard video. Cool. Two seconds and nothing. I'm loving it. Anyway, 
got to do a plug onto Adrenalize. It's got some good songs. I really like Heaven Is. Feel so boom by the sound of... Very Brian Adams again. Lovely melody. Great riffage. And the closing song. I like Tonight as well and White Lightning. Tonight's a good song. Have you ever needed someone so bad? There's a really, really good good ballad. Similar traits. Um, choral vocals. The loops. The hooks, the swooping melody, it's all there in this song, but it it doesn't quite come close to an hysteria in that sense. It, it it it's good, but it doesn't it doesn't touch other albums. And people may think, well, what's coming next? I just think the quality, there was some really good songs on this album and they had the tour, but you could hear it's more laboured, tired. They, they had to try new things, which Slang did do, but I, I thought at the expense of the songs, Adrenalise had really good songs, but not enough of them. It was a mixed bag. Let's get rocked, it's quality. Now we go to an album which I really, really enjoyed when it came out. Oh, it came out almost when Slipknot came out, funnily enough, but 1999. And you may think, why is he putting this in there? Because cause I think it's a better album than Adrenalize, guys. It really is. At number five, Euphoria. And you know you're looking at the cover now, which is a quality cover with the bubble and the shiny... And if you've still got the case, which was like a hallucinogenic, and it, I don't know how you describe it, but it's one of those cases that when you turn it, it moves. That's cool, like 3D. I've still got it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it now like, yes. Kids, remember when I had that Def Leppard thing? <laughs> it's like my vinyl. This is a really superb uh, comeback for me from Adrenalizer, and they came back revitalized, rejuvenated, they had the tongue-in-cheek cheese with songs like Back In Your Face, um, All Night. But they had some really, really, really poised, futuristic stuff in here. Demolition Man is opens up. Really high-octane, racist, rock, futuristic, spacey. Um, Damon Hill plays guitar on this. If I'm not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> or, or I think he plays on Disintegrate. If Damon Hill plays guitar on one of these songs, I'm sure he's. That was the thing at the time. And this album came out with little to no expectation. And to me, really promises. Wow. What a great song. It was almost like pyromania material or hysteria it really could have gone on his hysteria demolition man opens it later news i just got back superb guitar layouts sparse phrasing of phil collin um and vivian campbell the man of the old 
X. So you, you're in good hands with Def Leppard on this album. You, you're getting seasoned musicians. Rick Allen's drumming superb. The bass is really good from Savo. Savage. Um, there's a few weak ones. 21st Century Shalalala. I like it now, but it is T-Rex and it's cheese, but it's a good song. Day After Day, Kings of Oblivion to end us the album. Wow. The, it's Sonic, and it, it pisses on Adrenalize for me. Many people may disagree with that, but I thought Euphoria was. I still do. It's one of them. I'm going to listen to it later, actually, because... It is. A, I don't want to say it's timeless, but you could listen to it any time and think it's it's good. It's got a mixed bag, but more Paper Sun's a quality song. Paper Sun is a really, really powerful song. It's got Indian vibe refuge in there as well. Do you think it's I love the cheese. I love Joe Elliott's vocals. He's never been shy of going in for the American style. Listen, it sells. They've always had that against them. Trying to be decent. Listen, I'm sure the bank account's weeping right now. I'm sure. <laughs> and if you can, they never did it at the expense of the songs. The songs had to be decent. And guess what? They were, for the most part. Disintegrate is a fantastic. He's a, he's a sick little in, uh, instrumental. And I think that's the one Damon Hill plays on. I'm not sure, unless it's Demolition Man. Time. Day After Day is okay. Guilt is good. Goodbye, I like as well. There's so many. Again, this is like the, so the Def Leppard, Good, Bad and Ugly, but it's an adventure. This is a really good adventure album for Def Leppard. And I like it at number f five, guys. It, it's better than all the albums previous for me. That's just opinion. If you like Adrenalize over this, then rock and roll. At number four. It's actually a tough one, but I've got to go with On Through the Night. From 1980. Some solid songs on here. The production's weak, but it was new. The ambition's evident on here, and the, the playing's good, and the hardship. Rock Brigade, Hello America. I like Satellite as well, but... Um, <laughs> wait, obviously, Sorrow is a woman. He's a good song. Rocks off. Get your rocks off. And Wasted, Wasted is... um. There's just some catchy numbers. They, they had potential on this album. You could hear the potential. Um, and it's just the cover just kicks your ass. It's a great shirt as well. <laughs> could be Ariel Speedwagon, could be Saxon. It's a bit of both. But I love it. The guitar at the back. <laughs> it's just cool and the visuals are already there. But the songs are good. Rock Brigade. Hello America's an absolute beast. Say what you want about the controversy of that. They're selling out. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, 
they was inspired of you working in a spoon factory. Come on. You, you, you've got to find inspiration from somewhere. You're not going to get it down the chippy aisle. So they probably f- they look to America. <laughs> um, look for inspiration, cartoons, things like that. You could you can hear that in all of it. Um, this album's just just a fun listen. The guitars are raw. The playing's good. It's meaty. But it's the production's weak, but that's sort of like what helps it, makes it a good album because it's the production's weak, but in a way, it's raw. It's like it does have that band, that, that garage sound, that raw, rough and ready sound, and that's what makes it a really kick ass album. It's a quality debut, this guy's. So is a woman I really like. It could be you. <laughs> Satellite. Well, I like yeah, just numbers after numbers wasted, rocks off. But it was to be bettered for me at number three. And it's chronological now. High and dry at number three. Mm, evidently better than the last album on Through the Night. The songs were better, obviously now Mutt Wang is there. Mike Shipley engineers it. And if you think I'm not looking at the back of the CD, you've got another thing coming, because I am. But <laughs> let it go, though. Yeah, this was Mutt's influence. You can hear it in the hooks. You can hear he's pushed them now. Another hit and run. Let it go is great, because you've got the bass. Coolers, coolers. Can me hypnotize. Love it. Theatrical, it's ambient. It's, instead of just doing like a rushed, it's, it's soaring. You can hear it's all about emphasis now. Another hit and run. Hit around. Again, just bigger, bigger and better than the last album. And then you've got High and Dry. Finn Lizzy vibe. Yeah. Look at my whiskey. Look at my wine. <laughs> so, just a kick ass song. Similar to the first album. You can hear that in its rawness. It's very pub like, chant like, good. And then you've got the whole down, 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 the great guitar licks. They always had them great. Great guitar licks that you know we all try today and they just sound so cool. It's the top note down and then you've got the low, which they did more on the later albums. And then we've got the absolute quality of its time. Sheffield Steel bringing on the heartbreak. What more could you want in a song? It's hard, but it's soft at the same time. It's like cereal. No, it is. It's 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 a mix of everything. It's really heartfelt, but it it rocks. It's got a Spanish style riff at the beginning. Do 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 carousel. Very serious. Could be dire straits until you get into the chorus. Could well be, you know. And then Gypsy sitting looking pretty. 
Yes. Gypsies broken eyes and lies. Jim. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got to do impressions. I love it. What a song. I love it. I love the riff. I love the dude, the tension, the build up, and then the absolute colossal chorus which he struggled with at the vocals. If you've seen the VH1 documentary, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Mutlang. The, oh, God, the Mutlang performed by the guy out of Edward Scissorhands, funnily enough, and Weird Science, he actually plays the um, producer. He play, plays Mutlang. So, yeah, I forgot his name, but he's in Weird Science and he's the bully in Edward Scissorhands, Winona Ryder's fella with a blonde there. Yeah. Believe it or not, watch it. It's a proper B-list sort of VH1. Well, it's a VH1 Def Leppard classic, but Mutlang proper makes Joe Elliott go for it. And he didn't think he could, but Mutlang uses his um, technology to see. You can do it, baby. It was all you. All I did was basically blazed his voice a few times and made it sound out. And it worked. And what a song. I mean... It's just the one that I listen to and it's always that one like wanted dead or alive Bon Jovi that Yeah. That's the one. That's leopard, you know. You can like that one if there's others you don't. That's one there, everyone. That's real. Then we've got Switch six two five, which I love. Um do 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 and the build and again atmosphere superb the guitar interchanging Iron Maiden vibes there which obviously they was competing at the time sort of like not competing but well yeah they they were both the biggest touted bands at the time going um, touring and being published and being managed they were both the hot prospects who you went with was up to you if you like both cool then we got you got me running um again you got me running <laughs> whoa no no it's got a sick it's got an awesome melody like lady strange lady 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 strangers and then on through the night Mirror, mirror, look into my eyes. Be looking to my eyes. Great. It's a really serious sounding album, this. Maybe too serious, but I think that works. I think it works for Leopard. It's, it has intent, but with catchiness at the same time. Which leads me to number two. Album number two, guys. It's a tough one to juggle, but I'm going to go with the album that knocked Michael Jackson off the number one spot in 1983. Pyromania. What a production on this album. This is killer stuff. Made for the live show. Made for the sonic, made for the drums. And this is 
absolutely quality album. You didn't think they'd get better. This, for many, will be Def Leppard's pinnacle. If they just wanted the hard rock with the Sonic, then fair enough. My favourite track on this will forever be Fooling. You can't beat it. You can try. You will not. It's dark, but it's got a great, I'll say, melody all day long because Def Leppard just have melodies upon melodies upon infectious... See, but some bands have melodies. Def Leppard have melodies, like then infectious melodies, and then they have midi melodies with even better infectious melodies. It's like an ongoing melody within a riff. So they've got the money riff with a melody. Like Pantera had the money riff with Cowboys from Hell. Def Leppard have the money riff with the money melody. It's crazy. Fooling. <laughs> Again, that's my kick-ass standout. Rock Till You Drop opens it up. It's not my favourite song on the album, to be honest. Just gets it going. Like Let It Rock on Slippery, it sort of just gets the ball rolling. It's far from the best song, but it kicks kicks it off to a start photograph I mean just just thinking how good photograph is yeah it's pop it's when you listen to songs like It's My Life Bon Jovi they have that Britney Spears style choral chorus Britney Spears with a rock sort of what Def Leppard were doing way before that photograph is one of the greatest pop rock songs ever written. It's a masterclass. It has the police. Yeah. Bit of message in a bottle, that stuff. And I love that. Dark, the top notes. The, just a great, great melody. And then the... Um, photograph, photograph. And now they mix it. The blending of the harmonies, the intent again, the drive, everything about this song is killer. Joe's vocals, screech. Never revered as a great vocalist, I don't know why, he's good at what he does, he's got a fucking good voice, good rock voice. Never pretending to be anything else, but just a damn good rock singer who can control the crowd. Honest guy, Joe Elliott's the man. Anyway, um... Then he got Stage Fright, which again has a similar melody to that on Photograph, which is good. Stage Fright all night. Do, 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 do. Does that police thing again work really well? Too Late for Love. Great guitar licks on here. And then you've. Too Late. Then you've got Die Hard the Hunter again. Never stops this. It never stops this album. Not you. <laughs> when you're reading the songs, you're just like, wow, like Mutlang made sure that they definitely hit the ball running with this. They had to come up with some haymakers better than High and Dry, and boy, did they! Then they had to go one better with Hysteria. Man, Rock of Ages. There's a lot of Spanish stuff in this. There's like this classical vibe riffage going on with a lot of this. Very dark. 
but very poppy and upbeat at the same time. It's crazy how we infuse them dark riffs. Unknown, obscure style riffage. Very bassy. They have, they have like a bass tone to them with a guitar undertone. It's crazy how we construct them. Um, and then you've got Coming Under Fire, which... Is a, I like, I like um, Coming Under Fire. The worst song on the album is Action Not Words. Billy's Got a Gun ends it superbly. But for me, Fooling, Die Hard the Hunter, Too Late for Love, Stage Right, Photograph, Rock Till You Drop. Wow, wow. You could actually say it's a better album than Thriller because there's more good songs. There's more good songs on this album. <laughs> Photograph. If you compared Photograph to Beat It by Michael Jackson, for rock, Photograph is is rock's Beat It. Possibly. What a song. It's not even much different than a classic pop song. It's classic pop meets pop, classic rock. Um, uh, too Late for Love. da da do da da do Again, the great drumming and then action, not words. Don't like, but I really love Billy's Got a Gun and I really like Coming Under Fire. There's an any wonder you got me on the fire. You know, <laughs> it's cheese, but it works. And now, which leads us, guys, to number one. From 1987. Um, obviously, to me, this is triumph because there was a lot of win all the tragedy. I don't want to go over it. The drummer, Rick Allen, lost his arm. Um, it's a really sad thing. And yeah, all that. It's tragedy. It's real tragedy. And um, they overcame it. Not only to overcome it, they could have just come out and just done a normal album and just got by. I mean, that could have been the easiest thing to do for Lep at this point, just do a normal album and get by. But they didn't. They didn't just do a normal album and get by. Just release an album just to exist and survive. Like, say, a boxer comes back and they just have one fight just to get by. No, they didn't have one fight. They had a heavyweight championship of the world in an album. They had a haymaker. They had one of the best albums ever crafted in terms of production, in terms of cinematic. Again, I'll say that. In terms of visuals, how it makes you visualise, state of the art, the drumming, uh, the, the kit that was designed. And it, it this could have gone really wrong, guys. This could have sucked. Let's, let's, this could have absolutely sucked. But it didn't. And why did it not suck? Because the songs were fucking brilliant. <laughs> the songs, Women, opens it up. Again, and you let in, just like going into the cinema, and then, great riff. And then, rock it. The absolutely blistering chorus there. It's like from space. Animal. 
again, just like photograph another another photograph, but this time in the terms in animal. <laughs> um, Steve Clark kicks ass. Um, on this album, and it's obviously sad because this was this was Def Leppard's pinnacle for me. This was. Man, I mean, there's so many good songs on this animal. Then Love Bites. There's a, there's a tear. It's a quality ballad. Be a man and say that it's a ballad. Like it's a ballad. Um, I think there's only the Beatles and Zep bigger than um, Def Leppard in America um, for British bands, and no wonder because I mean these songs were clearly made for that market and it's White Snake and it's Foreigner and it's all that and Journey, it's all that but it's Leopard, it's got Leopard's touch to it like I said with the money making melodies and then you got Pour Some Sugar On Me, Simple actually not my favourite song but it's got a great groove and you just want to grind, <laughs> you can do all sorts of dancing to this you could have it in a strip club, at a stadium, at a hockey game, at a footy game. It's just big and it's just badass and it's just, it's innuendo. It's ACDC. It has that, but it also has Brian Adams, Bon Jovi. It's just a fucking good song. It's an Armageddon it. Love that chorus. Don't like the beginning. It's all right. I love the chorus. Give me all that you're laughing. <laughs> it's great and then God of War Gods of War there's a few songs on here Don't Shoot Shotgun Excitable and Love and Affection Free Weekies they're not they're not they don't stand out but Run Riot is great for me and Hysteria just puts it above Pyromania because all the other songs it's just like a hit shop Women, Rocket, Animal, Love Bites, Pour Some Sugar On Me, Armageddon It, Gods of War, wow. It's a hit factory. This was like Pete Waterman with a guitar, like, you know what I mean? What, Stockache and Waterman with guitars. It's just, Def Leppard were like the school of how to do it. It was a one-on-one. How do you craft melodic rock pop? Hysteria. With a uh, that that great lovely little melody again um, the build up and it's like a movie because it comes just after Run Riot and it could have gone you know second or fourth but you've already had the big love bites that hysteria is more like the more of a chilled one but it's so big at the same time so guys, this is where it ends. I mean, this is without doubt it set the standards of like musical style production, hysteria, number one, my favourite Def Leppard album of all time. Um it just captured decade. Um the end result was just like global triumph. Just like <laughs> that's best way I can put it. You know, it's when the UK finally caught up to the US for its enthusiasm for the band. That's when the UK said, right, we'll, we've got you now, you're ours. Yeah. 
sort of like a girl saying, I like you now you're rich, but I suppose it works. It's, it works. It worked for a bit. It took time. They let the UK come to them and not the other way around. And the UK finally caught up and thought, you know what? These are a kick-ass band. These are good. And once America caught up, I suppose you can't really deny it. Sort of like you two with a Joshua tree. It's that. It's und it's in it's undeniable. It's so I think these were out the same year. Totally different albums. So you couldn't say which is better or anything, because they're completely different. This is rock. This is more theatre rock. It's it's more it's, you know one's more about landscape and but two quality albums that came out and New Jersey by Bon Jovi was out this year as well, more or less. But this album was the platform for the stadium shows and Def Leppard, everyone wanted to see them live and live in the round was, is that is a quality gig. <laughs> it's badass to come onto stage fright, the moves, everything. It's just a proper 80s show, the drumming from Rick Allen and to hear him live is it's, it's, diff it's different because when I saw him at Download I went in half expecting you know saw Tool live saw Slipknot but Def Leppard were first that night and it's a bit of cheese but I thought yeah I couldn't wait to be honest I was pretty buzzing and to see him live finally done it uh, it was it was good they were really good <laughs> they were good White Snake were brilliant but yeah it, it was a great show I really enjoyed it. I love the, the, just to be there at Donington and see them live. And this was a band I've always wanted to watch, and they kicked my ass. They were really good. They were sonic. They were pounding. I loved the drums. I was looking for Rick because I was quite close down the front, but I was looking for him. I couldn't really. I was like, yeah, there he is. There he is. Clear like, this, this massive sound. He was quality. And. Joe did a great job and they all did a great job. Um, <laughs> to say I've seen them live now is great. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Hysteria is number one in my Def Leppard all-time favourite albums. It's been a long one, but it takes time. This You can't just rush through it. You've got to, you know... And number one and number two, no. I thought I'd do a proper podcast for you. And I have done. Um, Hysteria will forever be my favourite Def Leppard album because it's just all that and more. And it's just got every, everything. Everything that represents Def Leppard is on this album. Peace.